Well, another one, another one, another series dub. Yep, and this time, at least for the first two games, we're blowout wins. Second game, not so much, but we kind of left 12 people on base. But a series dub, and we will take it against the Chicago White Sox. Welcome to the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. It is almost close to 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Sorry we did not get this done on last night. I I had a custodial training and uh, meeting to go to earlier this morning. I wanted to get to bed early, so yeah. Yeah. So we basically just talked like just stuff at the meeting, basically just like – we had to go through asbestos training, sexual harassment, and the, like uh, diversity training and stuff like that. And then um, just like what to do with workplace accidents and stuff like that. Like maybe trips and spills and stuff like that. And maybe – and they showed us like had like a little demo of like equipment and uh, new equipment. They're planning of – well, planning on uh, – yeah, I sarcastic said planning because they're not going to do it. But anyway, yeah, so – so did training on that. It was, I mean, and we did get fed lunch. Pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, the reason I po- – so, I posted a TikTok video this morning um, on uh, – yeah, on TikTok about, like, one of the presenters was a huge Yankees fan, and that's where I put on my Red Sox hat. I played I'm shipping up the boss. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's why, yeah, I was talking about, like, one of – I think it was the, it was the asbestos training – Guy, he's a huge Yankee fan. He's from the Bronx and stuff like that. And I kind of just every time I go into that meet, I'm just wearing a Red Sox hat just because I just want. To be. <laughs> yeah. Heck, what? Uh, one of his sons, who also was a custodian at the district, said basically like came up to me and said, "Way to piss him off." <laughs> I'm wearing that Red Sox hat. <laughs> so yeah, but apparently he wasn't there. He he did video Skype or. Like, uh, had, like, a Zoom video of us and then, like, had his PowerPoint presentation. That was about it. He didn't show up in person. Yeah, darn. Yeah. But it was still funny. It's still funny to razz the dude. <laughs> yeah. My team's better than yours, at least in recent years. <laughs> All right. Well, the Orioles lineup has been released. All right. Well, let's talk about the White Sox series. All right. So. All right. So. Tuesday's score, let's see, let's go over. So the Whites, so the Red Sox basically just got off to where they left off on um, Sunday, or at least last weekend, where they basically just bludgeoned the White Sox. Yeah, it, it was pretty much over, like, in basically the fourth, or basically the fifth inning or so, or basically the fourth inning. Like, they did, White Sox did put a couple runs afterwards, but that was just about it. Red Sox ended up winning this game. 16-2-3 and increased their record to 22 or 20 and 22. All right. Here we go. All right. Red Sox box scores. Leading off and playing center field and shortstop, Kike Hernandez. He went two for six. Two runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out, and he struck out once. All right. And then batting second and playing third base is Rafael Devers, two for five. So a pretty good night from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then pinch running or uh, pitch hitting for him and playing for base is Bobby Dahlback, but that one at bat that he had so was a strikeout, so he went 0 for 1. All right. 
And then batting third and playing DH was J.D. Martinez, four for five, so a pretty good night from him. Three runs, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out once. Batting fourth and playing shortstop is Kik or Xander Bogarts, one for four, two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. Then uh, substitute for him in the lineup of playing catcher, Kevin Puecki. He went 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then batting fifth and playing left field is Alex Verdugo. He went uh, 1 for 5, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out twice. Then batting sixth and playing second base is Trevor Story, 2 for 6, so he has a pretty good day. Two runs, four RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero or strikes out four times. Hmm. All right. Batting seventh and playing first base in right field is Franchi Cordero. He goes uh, two for free, two runs, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. Then batting eighth and playing catcher is uh, or catcher and first base is Christian Vasquez, three for five, one run, four RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then batting ninth and playing right and center field is Jackie Bradley Jr., two for four, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. So the real offense based a couple some doubles from Jackie Bradley Jr., Kiki Hernandez, um, Bogarts, Verdugo, JD Mark, and JD Martinez. Then home runs basically by Kiki Hernandez, his second of the year in the first inning off of Dylan Cease, zero on and zero out. And then Trevor Story in the his eighth of the year in the first inning, also off of Dylan Sees with two on and two out. And then uh Rafael Devers, his tenth home run of the year and league or a team leading in the fourth inning off of Jose Rios with zero on and zero out. And then Christian Vasquez, second of the year, fifth inning off of Matt uh, Foster, two on and one out. And then yeah. Then uh let's see, RBIs, as I said, JBJ. Franchi Cordero, Devers, Kike, um, JD or JD Martinez, Story, Verdugo, and uh, Vasquez. All right. Then pitching. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, getting the start and pitching six innings and getting the win. His third of the year, so he's now three for four of the year. Um, Nick Pavetta gave him five hits though, surrendered three runs, and three of them on all three of them were earned. He did, he did walk two people, he struck out five, he did give up a home run, and he left the game with a 4.25 ERA. So not as masterful, but still getting the job done as the last start. All right. Here are Kaza He comes in and pitches an inning, gives up a hit, but doesn't surrender a run, and obviously no earned runs. Uh, doesn't walk anybody. He strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.38 ERA. All right. Matt Barnes, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walks two people, strikes out one. Oh, yeah. Strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.14 ERA. All right, Tyler Danish, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.20 ERA. All right. All right. So White Sox box scores. Here we go. Leading off and playing shortstop is Tim Anderson. Uh, he went two for free, one run, 
one RBI, zero walks, any strikes out, zero time. So a pretty good night from all the TA. All right. And then uh, substitute for him in the lineup and playing second base is uh, Jake Berger. Man, I want some me some burgers right now. Uh, he goes to 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out one of those two at-bats. Right. Batting for, or batting second and playing third base, the former Red Sox uh, prospect, farmhand, Johan Mancata. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out one of those four at-bats. All right. Batting third and playing left field, A.J. Pollock. He went 0 for free, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out one of those four, three at-bats. And then sub, and then pinch hitting for him and playing left field, Jay, or, uh, Josh Harrison. He went 0 for 1, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out 0 times. All right. <clears throat> Batting fourth and playing first base, Jose Abreu. He went 2 for free, so a pretty good night from him. 1 run, 2 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out once. And then substituting for him and playing or but substitute for him. But playing catcher is Reese McGuire. He went 0 for 1. I mean or uh, 0 for 0 because that one at bat that he did have was a walk, and that does not count as an actual at bat. If for the people paying attention. All right. Batting fifth and playing catcher and first base, Yasmani Grandal. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks. And he strikes out three of those four at bats. All right. And then batting or batting six and playing DH, Gavin Sheets. He went 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 2 walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then batting and then batting seventh and playing second and short is uh your or Yuri Gar, or Yuri Garcia. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. All right. Batting eighth and playing right field. Andrew Vaughn, he went two for four, so a pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then batting ninth and playing center field, Adam Engel. He went uh, over free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out one of those four bats. Or one of those three bats, yeah, sorry. All right. Then, as I said, doubles from basically Tim Anderson, Andrew Vaughn, and uh, Jose Abreu. Then a home run by Jose Abreu in his fifth of the year in the fourth inning off Nick Pavetta with one on and two out. And then, as I said, two RBIs by uh, Jose Abreu and uh, RBI by Tim Anderson, but that's about it. Yeah. White Sox pitching, here we go. Dylan Cease, he gets the start and pitches three innings and gets the loss, so he is now four and two two for the year. So pretty good night for, or pretty good night for the Red Sox offense against this good, pretty good pitcher. All right. Gives up eight hits, surrenders seven runs, all seven of them were earned. Walks two people, strikes out four, gives up two home runs, and leads the game with a 4.24 ERA. A not good night from old Dylan Seach. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Jose Rios, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. Gives up four hits, surrenders three runs, all three of them were earned. Walks one person, strikes out one, gives up a home run, and leads the game with a 1.15 ERA or 1.17 ERA. All right. Then in uh, Souza, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings, gives up five hits, surrenders five runs, and all five of them are earned. Walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 6.58 ERA or 59 ERA. Matt Foster, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings, gives up a hit, surrenders a run, and that one run was earned, 
doesn't walk anybody, strikes out one, gives up one home run, and leads the game with a 2.79 ERA. Vince Velasquez, he comes in and pitches three innings. How do we not get hit off of this dude? Man, we could not do anything good against this guy, and this guy's bad. All right, gives up four, gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs, and none of them were earned. He does walk a person. He strikes out five, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 5.30 ERA. Aaron Bummer, or Aaron Bummer, he comes in and pitches an inning, gives up a hit, but he doesn't surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 4.50 ERA. Right. Now to the summary. Here we go, and this is going to be a long one. All right. So basically right off the first pitch of the game, Kiki Hernandez, he gives the Red Sox a one nothing lead as he goes yard into left field. Second home run of the year. Let's go. All right. And then with three people on, Trevor Story, he does it again. His eighth home run of the year. And basically, yeah, basically eighth home run of the month, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, so pretty much so at this point, yeah, eighth home run of the month of May in the merry month, <laughs> merry month of May. All right. So, yes. All right. So basically it's four. So basically makes it a four nothing game. As he homers to score himself, Trevor or score himself, Rafael Devers and JD Martinez. Then the top of the second inning, Kike doubles. He doubles into left field to score Jackie Bradley Jr. Five nothing Red Sox lead. Then six nothing Red Sox lead is JD Martinez. He singles to score Kike Hernandez. All right. And then in the top of the third, a fourth out or uh, basically seven nothing ball game as uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. He has a sack ground out or sack ground out force out two score Franchi Cordero. Then runners move up from uh yeah so runners move up to the second and away on was he uh, no 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 I don't want to play all right. Then uh, in the top of four, the um, Red Sox make an eight nothing game as uh, Rafael Devers he homers in the left center field. Yeah, and then nine nothing as Franchi Cordero he's a sack fly to score JD Martinez, and then Christian Vasquez makes a ten nothing as he singles in to center field to score Sander Bogarts, and then and then yeah after that and then the bottom of the four White Sox do kind of make some noise. Tim Anderson breaks up at that point a no hitter, and then Jose Abreu makes it a ten to two uh, Boston lead, so basically an eight run lead. As uh, he homers for the White Sox to score himself and Tim Anderson, then that's about it until then. Then the top of the fifth, Alex Verdugo he increases the Red Sox lead to eleven to two as he doubles in the center field to score himself and J- or the score JD Martinez. Then twelve to two or twelve to two as Trevor Story he keeps on hitting he hits ARs hits a single into left field to score Sander Bogarts and then Franchi Cordero he makes it thirteen to two as he basically singles into a right field to score Alex Verdugo and then basically Christian Vasquez basically puts this game away as he homers in the left field left center field to score himself Trevor Story and Franchi Cordero. 16 to 2 Red Sox lead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. 16 2 Red Sox lead. But then the White Sox do add one more run onto the board. But it was basically just a dent in the actual. It was basically just. Basically, yeah. 
to no avail at this point. It was basically a bit too little, a bit too late. Um, Tim Anderson, he singles in the left field to score Austin or a score uh, Andrew Vaughn. That would make it a 16-3 lead, as I said. That's where your final score would stand. Red Sox win 16-3. All right. So pretty good. What a way for the offense to get going in this game. Really good. Really good. All right. So, yeah, that's – yeah, that was basically – yeah. Got nothing else. Just I just love how this offense has basically just came to life in the last week or so. It's just – basically, it's just fun to watch now. It just is. Seriously, you have guys hitting home runs at an alarming rate kind of deal. Like, just kind of like just – just hitting like they're the offense that everybody's expecting them to be kind of deal. They're just, yeah. And, and there were some times in like a, a month or like last month or so in April that there was like maybe might be a week where they not where they might not hit a home run. That's just, yeah. But now they're starting to hit, and that's really good. Yeah. Will they keep it up at this rate? Yeah. We'll find out in game two, but first we are going to go to break. All right. We are back to talk about game two of the series. All right. Unfortunately, folks, uh, Red Sox do get on the board early, but then they lead 12 people on in scoring position. Rich, excuse me, Rich Hill had a, like a basically a no hitter up until. Excuse me. So Rich Hill basically had, as Nick Pavetta did the previous night, had a no-hitter going into the fifth inning, but then gave it up and then gave up the lead. Uh, basically, Jake Berger, he homers in the game. Uh, Red Sox just couldn't get anything going after that. Red Sox lose this game, and their six-game win streak is snapped. They lose 3-1. to one. They are now 20 and, 20 and 23 at this point. All right. Here we go. Red Sox box scores. All right. Leading off and playing center field is Kiki Hernandez. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. Batting second and playing third base is uh, Saint, or, uh, Rafael Devers, one for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out two of those five at bats. All right. Batting third and playing uh, DH is uh, JD Martinez, two for one, or two for three, so he keeps on hitting. Uh, does score a run, zero RBIs. Two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then pinch running for him was a uh, Bobby Dahlback. He does not get at bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, batting fourth and playing uh, shortstop is uh, Xander Bogarts. One for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out one of those three bats. All right, batting fifth and playing left field is uh, Alex Verdugo. One for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Then batting uh or batting six and playing uh, second base is Trevor Story, 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out two of those four bats. All right. Then same thing for Franch Cordero, who batted seventh and played first base. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out two two of those four bats. As I said. All right. Batting eighth and playing catcher is a uh, Christian Vasquez. He went 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 2 walks, and he strikes out zero for 0 times. All right. Oh, I got a notification about my, uh, all right, my home auto. All right, good. Awesome. Good that got reached. All right. Back to, all right, so back, that was a personal thing. All right, never mind. All right, yeah. All right. 
Batting ninth and or uh, batting ninth and playing uh, right field is Jackie Bradley Jr. One four zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out one time. All right. So basically, not really much. Just an RBI by Alex Verdugo, but that's just about it, really offensively. Yeah. All right. So Red Sox pitching. Here we go. Uh, Rich Hill gets the start, and he pitches five innings, and he gets lost. So he is second loss of the year. He is now one and two right now. Gives up two hits, surrenders three runs. Uh, two of those runs were earned. Does walk a person, strikes out. Wow, strikes out only one person. Wow. Gives up a home run and leaves the game with a three point for 60 All right. He really struck out one person. I did not realize that. Wow. While I was listening to the game, and it's kind of hard. Yeah, kind of. All right, then substituting for him and pitching three innings, the Collinsville, Illinois native Tanner Houck. He go uh, he only gives up three hits, but he doesn't surrender a run, and none of them were earned. Walks two people, though, strikes out three, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.28 ERA. We've only struck out four people in that game. Wow. That's a lot of them had to have been ground outs or something. Yeah. All right. White Sox uh, box scores. All right. Leading off and playing center field or leading off and playing uh, shortstop is uh, Tim Anderson. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting, batting second and playing right field, Andrew Vaughn, 1 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out 0 times. All right. Batting third and playing third base. Former Red Sox farmhand, Yon Moncada. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out twice. All right. Batting fourth and playing first base is Jose Abreu. 1 for 2, 1 run, 0 RBI, 2 walks, and he strikes out twice, or strikes out 0 times. All right. Batting fifth and playing left field, A.J. Pollock. He went 0 for 4, 1 run, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting six and playing DH is Jake Berger. He went one for free, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting seventh and playing center field is Adam Engel. He went over free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting eight or batting eighth and playing catcher Reese McGuire. He went one for two. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then batting ninth and playing or playing second base is Josh Harrison. He went one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. All right. So, le- so basically, so basically, the only offense in this game for the White Sox was basically a double by Jose Abreu, then a home run by. Jake Berger, his third of the year in the fifth inning off of Rich Hill with two on and zero out. Then RBIs, basically uh, three by uh, Jake Berger. Yeah. All right, White Sox pitching. Here we go. All right, so Lucas Giolito, he gets the start, pitches six innings, and gets the win. So he's now three and one for the year. Gives up five hits, surrenders one run, and that one run was earned. Walks four people, strikes out seven, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.63 year end. Aaron Bummer, he comes in and pitches uh, 0.2 innings, gives up a hit, but doesn't surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out zero, 
strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 4.26 ERA. Kendall Graveman, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. No, or gives up a hit, but definitely no earned runs and doesn't walk. Or he doesn't, he gives up one hit. He doesn't surrender a run and definitely no earned runs. He does walk one person, though, strikes out nobody, gives up zero runs, and leaves the game with a 2.91 ERA. All right. Joe Kelly, he comes in, the former Red Sox and World Series champion from 2018. Joe Kelly, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. Gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs, and definitely no earned runs. Uh, doesn't walk anybody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 9.53 ERA. All right. Then Liam Hendricks, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings and gets the save, his 14th of the season. Gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs, and none of them were earned. Walks two people, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 3.48 ERA. All right, so box scores, here we go. All right, so in the first inning, as I said, Red Sox get on the board first as Alex Verdugo, he singles into left field to score J.D. Martinez, making a one nothing Red Sox lead. Then nothing going on until the bottom of the fifth inning. Jake Berger, he with two people or two people on and basically nobody out. He hits a moon bomb in the left field to score himself. A, or Jose Abreu and AJ Pollock to make it a three to one Red Sox lead. All right. So that's where your final score would stand. All right. So, yeah. So basically, we left 12 people on. Well, actually, hold on. Nine people on. We left 19 people. 19 people on. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That was not a great night. I also want to talk about, uh, so basically, so as I said in the fifth inning, Jose Abreu breaks up the no-hitter by uh, Rich Hill by uh, a double. And I thought, okay, maybe we might work around this. Devers gets the ball, but he basically overthrows the ball to uh, Franchi Cordero, basically causing an error, and that's how A.J. Pollock got on Then Basically, that's how Jake Berger. Yeah. That really stinks. So basically, yes, his third error of the year. So, okay, so not that bad. All right. So yeah, froze. So yeah, it basically made made it so Franz Cordero basically had to come off the bag and stuff like that. He wasn't able to tag out Pollock. Yeah, wow, not great at all. That that wasn't great. That's a kind of a really sucky way of how the have the have your six game win streak come to an end is basically by uh, a loss like that. Yeah. So. I mean, we were hitting the ball. We were just hitting them to, yeah, we were just leaving people on kind of deal. That was the kind of one of the main things, too. 19 people left on. You, you can't win ball games like that. That really is really unacceptable, leaving 19 people on. Yeah. Well, hopefully head, heading into this game, this third game, they might get a serious win. But we'll find out as we come back from break. All right, we are back to wrap up the series recap. And, folks, this is another good one. Red Sox, as they get on the got on the board early in the second inning, first and second inning against Dallas Keiko or Dallas Keuchel, uh, they did kind of give up a little bit of lead, but then in the eighth inning, they basically just blew it up. 
eighth and ninth inning, where they end up winning this one, 16-7. They increased their record to 21-23. and 23. Awesome, 16-7. So they won the series. All right, as we alluded to earlier in the show. All right. So Red Sox box scores leading off and playing right or playing center field is Kike Hernandez. He goes one for four or one for six, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. And then uh, batting for or uh, then substitute for him and playing right field is Franchi Cordero. He does not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. All right, batting second and playing for a base. Uh, Rafael Devers, he goes two or two for five, three runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out twice. All right, and then uh, batting third and playing DH was JD Martinez, three for five, so a pretty good night from him. Both him and Rafi, three runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right, batting, all right, and then uh, batting fourth and playing shortstop is Jander Bogarts, one for five, two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out two of those five bats. All right. And then Trevor Story, he has another night as he bats fifth and or bats uh, fifth and plays second base, two for four, two runs, four RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out twice. Oh, yeah, we forgot to lose in the – so a part – so basically, so, yeah, so um, we'll, we'll probably talk about that in the um, final thoughts. All right. So, yeah, so pretty good night from old Trevor Story. Substituted for him in the lineup, but uh, playing catcher was uh, Kevin Puecki. He goes one for one, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh, Alex Trudugo, he bats six and plays left field. Uh, goes six for four, so pretty good night from old uh, Doogie. Two runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting seven, then playing catcher in first base. Christian Vasquez, two for three, so pretty good. Two for five, so three for five, so a pretty good night from him, too. One run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting eighth, then playing first base and second base. Bobby Dahlbeck, wow. Dahlbeck at second base. That doesn't seem right. I don't know. At that point, we might have been up big at that point. All right. He goes uh, one or one for four. One run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out twice. And then batting ninth and playing right field is a uh, Christian Arroyo. He goes one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Then substitute for him and playing right field and center field, Jackie Bradley Jr. He goes zero for one, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. So the only one person who didn't really have it up who had a hit. Yeah. Oh well, Frank. Well, he. Yeah, basically, yeah, the only person who didn't really have a hit in that game was basically JBJ because, as I alluded to, Franchi didn't get in it bad whatsoever, so he does, yeah. All right, so basically doubles from uh, a couple of doubles from uh, Devers and a couple of doubles from Verdugo, too, so pretty good. Then home runs from Kiki Hernandez, his third of the year in the first inning again, this time off of Dallas Keuchel with zero on and zero out, so basically a leadoff home run. Then, wait, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought Story homered twice in that game. No, he just homer. He just home. Okay, so he just homers. So I was wondering where Pawecki RBI. Okay, so Pawecki gets a home run. All right. Hold on. Well, yeah, so Trevor Story, he hits his ninth home run of the year, second in the, in, or sec, in the second inning off of Dallas Keiko with two on and two outs are pretty good. 
Then, as I said, Kevin Pawecki, his first homer of the year in the ninth inning off of Josh Harrison. So, yeah, they put in a position player at that point, yeah, with one on and two out. All right. As, as I said, RBIs from Arroyo, Dahlbeck, uh, Kike, uh, two from uh, Pawecki, four from Trevor Story. Uh, Verdugo had three, and then, yeah, as I said, uh, yeah. Uh, Vasquez had a two, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, as I said, stolen base by Trevor Story, six of the year. So, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Pitching. Here we go. So, Michael Walker, he got the start and pitched 4.1 innings. Uh, however, he did give up four, seven hits, did surrender five runs. All five of them were earned. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out two, gives up one home run, and leaves the game with a two-point up for 83 ERA. So not a good night from old Michael Waka. All right. Then John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches 1.2 innings and gets the win. So his second win of the year. So he's now 2-0, so pretty good. Gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs. All zero of them are earned, obviously. Doesn't walk anybody, punches out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game. With a 0.00 ERA still intact. All right. Then uh, Tyler uh, Danish, he comes in and pitches an inning. Gives up a hit, but doesn't surrender a run. And definitely no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody. Strikes out one. Gives up zero home runs. And leads the game with 3.94 ERA. Matt Barnes, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. And here's the reason why. He doesn't give up any hits, though. But he does surrender two runs. Two of them were and all two of them were earned. Walks four people, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with seven point twenty ERA. He, yeah, seriously, Barnes needs to figure it out. Good lord, I thought he was literally going to give that game right back to so him after we fought and clawed and basically got all those runs to the point we could easily win that game. He decides, oh yeah, you know what? Give let's just give you two runs, all right. And then uh, here, Kyle Salmore, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody. Strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.21 ERA. All right, the Red Sox lineup is up. All right, we'll get that posted. Um, yeah, after the show, all right. Austin Davis, he comes in and pitches an inning. Gives up two hits, surrenders zero runs, and none of them are earned. Walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 1.86 ERA. All right. White Sox box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing shortstop is uh, Tim Anderson. He goes three for five, so a pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting second and playing right field and second base is Andrew Vaughn. Two for five, so a pretty good night from him. One run, five RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting third and playing left field, A.J. Pollock. He went 0 for 5, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out one of those five bats. All right. Batting fourth and playing first base is Jose Abreu, two for four, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting fifth and playing catcher, Yasmani Grandal, 0 for free, one run, zero RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting sixth and playing DH in right field is Gavin Sheets, 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Batting seventh and playing third base is Jake Berger, 
one for free, zero runs, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out twice. I'd love me a burger right now. All right. All right. And then uh, batting eighth and playing second base is Yuri Garcia. He went uh, one for free, one run, one RBI, one walk, any or zero walks, any strikes out zero times. And then substitute for him in pitching was uh, Josh Harrison. He does not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. And then batting ninth and playing center field is Adam Engel. He goes two for four, two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out twice. I wonder if Harrison being in that lineup still as a pitcher is kind of the new Shohei Otani role, maybe. I don't know. Depends. All right. Perhaps. All right. Batting. All right. So basically, really the only real offense is basically double by Jose Abreu and Andrew Vaughn. And then a home run by Andrew Vaughn in the fifth inning. His fifth of the year off of Mike Walker with one on and one out. Then RBIs by like Jake Berger, Yuri Garcia. Then five from Andrew Vaughn. And then, yeah, that's about it. White Sox pitching. Here we go. All right. All right. So getting the start in this one and pitching two innings and also getting lost. His fifth of the year with the two and five record. Just Dallas Keuchel. Gave up seven hits, surrendered six runs, and all six of them were earned. Walks two people, strikes out four, gives up two home runs, and leads a game with one point or seven point eighty eight. All right. All right, and then Ronaldo Lopez he comes in and pitches an inning, gives up two hits, surrenders zero runs, and all zero of them were earned. Walks to zero people, strikes out four, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game on 3.20 year. Jose Rios, he comes in and pitches an inning, gives up zero hit, or gives up a hit, surrenders a run, and none, and that one run was earned. Walks one person, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with five or 5.40 year. All right. Matt Foster, he comes in and pitches an inning. Gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs, and none of them were earned. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 2.66 ERA. Tanner Banks, he comes in and pitches 1.2 innings, gives up seven hits, surrenders six runs, and and five of them were earned. Walks one person, strikes out four, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game with a 5.03 ERA. Bennett Souza, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings, gets up a hit, surrenders a run, and but that one run was not earned. Doesn't walk anybody, strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.43 ERA. All right, Josh Harrison, he comes in and pitches an inning. Uh, position player, yes, is uh, pitching in this game. He gives up, he gives up a hit, surrenders two runs. <sighs> <sighs> Surrender two runs. All two of them are earned. Uh, walk doesn't walk or walks one person. Strikes out one. Gives up a home run and leaves the game with an eighteen point oh oh ERA. All right, here goes scoring. So Kike Hernandez, he didn't hit the uh, didn't start the game off with a leadoff first pitch uh, home run, but he did get a leadoff home run in this one. He get the Red Sox in the first inning a one nothing lead. So pretty good, pretty good. All right, and then a single by Trevor Story, sharp on or sharp on a line drive in the left set or in the left field to score. Uh, Rafael Devers makes it a two nothing game. 
Then 3-0 as Alex Verdugo, he doubles into a center field to score uh, J.D. Martinez. Then the top of second inning, Trevor Story, the legend continues, or basically the never-ending story continues as he homers in the left field to score uh, Rafael Devers himself and J.D. Martinez, 6-0 Red Sox lead. Then bomb the third. Uh, White Sox do get on the board as basically Adam Vaughn or Andrew Vaughn hits a bases clearing double into right field to score Garcia, Engel, and Tim Anderson. Six to three, Red Sox still lead. Then seven to three, Red Sox lead as Alex Verdugo. He doubles in the top of the fifth inning in the center field to score Trevor Story. Then the White Sox kind of make a do, make it a little interesting though. As Andrew Vaughn once again puts her on the Red Sox as he homers to make it a two-run game, seven to five, as he homers to score himself and Adam Engel. But then that's where the White Sox will basically, yeah, kind of just collapse at that in the top of the seventh inning. Christian Vasquez he singles into left field to score uh, Alex or Xander Bogarts, eight to five Red Sox lead. Then nine to five as Christian. Arroyo, he singles in the center field to score Alex Verdugo. Then Alex Verdugo, he singles in the top of the – well, actually, hold on. In the top of the eighth inning, this is where the inning begins. Right, in the top of the eighth inning, Alex Verdugo, he singles to score J.D. Martinez, 10-5, Red Sox lead. Then a, <laughs> Sorry, I got up early for that meeting, so yeah, so – Gonna hear me yawn a little bit. All right. So basically, eleven to five, Red Sox lead as Christian or Christian Vasquez he singles in the center field to score Alex or Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Then twelve to five, Red Sox has Bobby Dahlbeck he singles into right field to score Alex Verdugo. Then fourteen to five as basically a fielding error by Bennett Souza. Makes uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. reach on a on an error that scores also scores Bobby Dahlback. Then it's uh in the bottom of the eight White Sox do kind of make a little bit of a run. Um, it is a uh, fourteen to six as uh Jake Berger he walks in the run to score Jose Bray with the bases loaded. You can thank Matt Barnes for that and then a sack fly by Yuri Garcia to make it. Uh, set or 14 to 7 as Yasmani Grandal he scores. Then, the top of the fifth, basically, Kevin Fleck basically puts the game away and out of reach as he homers into left field to score himself and Rafael Devers. That's where your final score would stand. Awesome, pretty good. Yeah, so as I said, Trevor Story he just keeps on doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, so he homers again in this game. I thought to myself, ah, oh, man. Trevor Story. Yeah, so the people who think that he – yeah, it really is great that we sh- we are shutting up these people right now. These people think Trevor Story is a bad signing. He's like Ke- Cole Crawford and Pablo Sandoval. Oh, we shouldn't have given that much money. We should have gone out and got a reliever. Well, we should have gone out and got a reliever. But still, I am not apologizing for the Trevor Story signing. I believe that would be a really good signing. Seriously, people who say that this is a bad signing or say it's like the Carl Crawford deal can go fuck themselves. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You're, we are not going to regret this deal. Seriously. Seriously. 
Come on, people. And these are the people that listen to Dan Chauncey and Tony Maserati on his radio show. Or read Dan Chauncey's stupid Boston Globe articles. Whoever reads a newspaper anymore? Good Lord. It's just... Oh no! There was somebody I was sitting with during the meeting too that had like a newspaper too. So I mean, it's, it's the older generation, but still, I mean, seriously, who reads a newspaper anymore? <laughs> Nobody does. I when I usually get newspapers in the mail, like they send them, like they the mail just because, yeah, the mail brings in like a local newspaper and stuff like that here in town. I basically just use that paper just the uh, for kindling for the fire. Yeah, for kindling for the fire for my fire pit. That's what I use it for. Yeah, that's. Everything's done digitally. Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, Dan Chauncey's got nothing better to do. Seriously, I... What an asshole. Seriously, saying that Trevor's story is like a cancerous Jesus Christ. Fuck off. And what, yeah, really. But really good for our offense in this game. Seriously, once again, just basically everybody was doing their part in this game kind of deal. Yeah, the only person who did not have a hit in that game, as I said, was Jackie Bradley Jr., as I said, Frank Cordero did uh, get in the game, but he did not get in a bat. But pretty much everybody had a hit. Yeah, that was pretty neat. That was a pretty neat, interesting stat that I just haven't really saw seen before. Everybody was doing their part. Not just Trevor Story. J.D. Martinez, Rafael Devers, Verdugo had a night. So I forget that. Verdugo had a night. Especially the guy, since the guy has been struggling lately and need to get something going. And he got something going in this game. By hitting like going six for four. Six for four, right? Yeah. So yeah, seriously, for Dugo. Seriously, one of your key pieces in the, yeah, one of the bet or a Mookie Betts trade. Yeah, you gotta make sure that guy does well. So yeah, and he did well in this game. So pretty good. Yeah, yeah I was right, six for four. I knew it was six for four. Yeah. Anyway, Doogie. Yeah. So you need Doogie to get going. So, yeah, so he did his job, definitely did his job in this game. So, yeah, so pretty good, awesome, really good night. Yeah. So that's it for the recap. Um, let's go over the Meyer League and then other stuff, and we'll wrap this show up and get ready for tonight's opening series against the Orioles. Yeah, starting tonight. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right that we're recording an episode – yeah, but still need to. Ha I need to get to bed early, especially for this meeting. So yeah. Okay, so Tuesday. All right. So all right. So last time we talked minor league. All right, here we go. So uh, Worcester on Tuesday, they basically played the Lee Valley High uh, Iron Pigs, and they blew out this game thirteen to two. So a pretty good win. Brian but or Brian Bellows, he keeps dazzling the crowd, being like the top Red Sox pitching prospect. As he gets the win and goes two and zero, three point oh ERA, so he keeps on dazzling. Then home runs by Connor Wong, Renato Hernandez, Rob Schneider, and Christian uh, Stewart basically helped the Woo Sox to their win, so pretty good. Then Portland, they played against the Somerset uh, Patriots. Won that game two to one, so pretty good. Jake Room, he gets a win in this one, so he goes uh two or uh, two and one for the year with a two point eighty nine ERA, so he's doing pretty good. All right, then Sugard, he gets his uh, first save of the year for the Sea Dogs, so pretty good, awesome. 
Um, then Greenville, they took on the Jersey Shore, or Jersey Shore uh, Blue Claws, won that game 9-1, to so pretty good. Van Bell gets the win, so he's now 2-2 two, or two and two for the year with a 7.0. Oh, wow, 7.070, all right, so not really great, but still got the win, so pretty good. And then the Salem Red Sox, as they win this game against the Fredericksburg Nationals, basically Fredericksburg as in the town where one Civil War battles happened. Yeah, yeah. I, street buff like me knows. Yeah, it's pretty good. So they won six to one. Uh, Jackson gets the win, so he's now two and four for the year. Um, Strasburg, huh? That's funny. Not Steven Strasburg. He's doing all rehab, huh? That's funny. All right, then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this is the Nationals' uh, low-A team. This is the Nationals' or single-A team, so, yeah. All right, then, as I said, uh, Ty- Tyler Miller, he gets a home run, and then uh, Nathan Hickey gets a home run for the old Salem uh, Red Sox, so pretty good, awesome. So that's Tuesday. All right, then Wednesday, let's see. Woo Sox, however, did not get a win against uh, Lee Valley. They lose this one. Seven to six, so not great at all. Uh, yeah, so basically, despite that, despite home runs from old uh, Brian Fitzgerald, his tenth of the year, Woosock just knocking it all onto the win, and they fall to twenty and twenty-four, so not great at all. Portland, however, they did play against Somerset again, won that game seven to four, so pretty good. Home runs by Will Dalton and Pedro Castellanos basically helped the Red Sox cause. Uh, Santos gets the win, so he's now 4-4 four and four for the year, so pretty good, pretty good, awesome. Uh, Greenville, however, they fall again, or they fall to uh, Jersey Shore 5-1, to one, so not great at all. Ching Chong Lu did not do pretty good in this one, and he goes 0-4 for, for the year. He gets the loss, so not great. That is literally his name. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah, that really is his name, yeah. That is really his name. Yeah, look it up. It really is. All right. Yeah, so Lou does not get to win. So he's now 0-4 for the year. So not great off. So the dry fall to 16-25. Wow. And they lead the M- or lead the minor leagues right now. They're like have like 67 Southern home runs. That's Southern. And they have that bad of a record. Yeah. All right. Then Salem Red Sox to take on the Fredericksburg uh, Nationals again. Won that game eight to two, so pretty good. Encarnacion gets the win for the sale for Salem, so he's now three and three, so pretty good. And then Philip Sykes hits two home runs in this game, so pretty good, pretty good, awesome. All right, and then that's Wednesdays. Then yet last night's here we go. All right, so the Woo Sox they took on Lee Valley again, lost this one two to one, so not great at all. They fall to uh twenty and twenty five. Uh, Panoe, he gets the loss. So Tommy Panoe, he gets the loss. So he's now three and two for the year. So yeah, so not great. Munez, Jairo Munez is with Lee Valley again. Wow. Man. If that is hold on. I'm looking this up. We really let him go. Wow. What idiots are we? All right. I'm looking this up. There is Jairo Munoz. It is. Oh. So he basically got payback for us. Oh, good lord! Jeez. Uh... All right, and then Portland they took on uh, Somerset. 
a lot or won this game again. So they are now three or won this game three to one. So pretty good, pretty good. Um, Walter gets the win and Sogar gets his fourth save of the year. So pretty good, awesome. So pretty good, twenty-two and twenty. Two games above five hundred, but still, All right. All right, and then uh, Greenville they uh, beat Jersey Shore seven to three. They beat the beat the Blue Claws. I can't talk. All right. Durhan, he gets the win, so he's now three, two and three for the year. And then home runs by Joe Davis, or a home run by Joe Davis, basically helps the drive to a dub. Yeah, seven to three, awesome. Then um, Salem does lose a game, however, to one of the worst. Yeah, they do lose a game to the Feder- to Fredericksburg, twelve to one. So not a great game. Uberstein does not have a great game in this one. He is now two and one for the year, so not great at all. So that's about it for minor league box scores. All right. So Friday, they take, or so Friday, uh, so today, so tonight, so basically, uh, Salem or uh, Worcester takes on Lee Valley again, 7.05 Eastern time, uh, 6.05 Central time or my time. Then Portland, C- or Portland will take on Somerset again, game or a, uh, uh, this game will be at a six oh five east or six oh or six o'clock Eastern time, five o'clock my time. Then Greenville will take on Jersey or uh, Jersey Shore. Uh, that game will be at a six or a five or a six oh six forty five Eastern time, five forty five my time. And then Salem will take on Fredericksburg again. Pitcher in that game will be Gonzalez for the Red Sox. That game will be at a seven oh five Eastern time, six oh five my time. All right, let's go to break and we'll go over college uh, baseball segments, uh, standings, and then Red Sox stat leaders, and then fancy, and then we'll wrap it up with the series look ahead. All right, don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to uh, talk about so college baseball segments. Um, yeah, so nothing really going on this week. The one team that was playing this week was basically Wright State. Um, they, they started conference play today or conference play yesterday against Northern Kentucky. Won that game 18-4. So they blew them out. Yeah, so pretty good. So at this point, so awesome. Pretty good. Then they play Oakland today, number two in their uh, conference right now. So yeah, so let's see, let's see how they're doing right now. They're playing. Probably not playing right now. I mean, what time is it? Yeah, it's the game has started. All right. Okay, never mind then. All right. So hopefully they'll get a conference win next time we record. So maybe a automatic bid in the NCAA tournament. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Then, as I said, Harlan will not start their game or World Series. Uh, won't start playing World Series games until this Saturday. This Their opponent will be Kirkwood, Iowa, our pitching coach, are my first three years there, actually went to, or started college ball, started playing college ball at Kirkwood before he transferred over to ISU. Uh, coach Josh Cowden, basically, yeah. So basically, that's where he went to college because he's from Iowa, and that was kind of like closer to home and stuff like that. And then after that, he transferred over to ISU. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's who they're playing their first game on the World Series. On Saturday, and then Tennessee Wesleyan. We're not really sure who they might be playing. Yeah, so they kind of get like an automatic bid because they're like one of the top seeds. So 
we might not know until close to maybe hold on we might know by now they will play we do not know yet to be determined or to be announced yeah but the world series will be in uh lewiston iowa for the naia so yeah hopefully go for gold for Hartland and uh tennessee wesleyan hopefully they get it done all right Let's go over standings. All right, MLB standings as of last night or basically today. All right. All right. MLB standings. Here we go. All right. Come on. Load. All right. Here we are, American League. So in the East right now, leading the division right now, still running away with it somewhat, is the New York Yankees with a 32-13 and 13 record. In second place is the Tampa Bay Rays with a 26-18 and 18 record. In uh, third is the Toronto Blue Jays with a 24-20 and 20 record. In um, fourth place is us, the Boston Red Sox with a 21-23 record. And in dead last place is the Red Sox next opponent, uh, the Baltimore Orioles with an 18-27 record, uh, 14.5 or 14 games or 14 games behind the division. All right. In the Central, here we go. So leading the pack is the Minnesota Twins with a 27 and 18 record. Behind them are the Chicago White Sox with a 22 and 22 record. Behind them are the Cleveland Guardians with an 18 and 23 record. Behind them are the Detroit Tigers with a 16 and 28 record, and in dead last place and 11 games back is the Kansas City Royals with a 15 and 28 record. All right, in the West, leading the pack right now is the Houston Astros with a 29 and 16 record. Behind them are the LA Angels with a 27 and 19 record. Behind them are the Texas Rangers with a 23 or 20 and 23 record behind them are the Oakland athletics with an 18 and 28 record. So right now, so the A's are not trailing the division and right now leading the, or trailing the division right now, 11 games is the Seattle Mariners in dead last place with an 18, 27 record. Wah, wah. All right. In the National League, here we go. In the East right now is the New York Mets with a 29-17 and 17 record, leading the pack right now. And then right now in second place is the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves with a 21-24 or 21 and 24 record. Well, tied for second place is the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, and the Philadelphia Phillies with a 21-24 and 24 record. Behind them are... In fourth place are the Miami Marlins with an 18-24 record. And in dead last place and 13 games back is the Washington Nationals with a 16-30 and 30 record. All right. So in the Central Division right now in the National League, leading the pack right now is the Milwaukee Brewers with a 29-16 and 16 record. Behind them are the St. Louis Cardinals with a 24-20 and 20 record. Behind them are the Pittsburgh Pirates with an 18 and 25 record. Behind them are the Chicago Cubs with an 18 and 26 record. And behind them in dead last place and 14 and a half games back, the worst team in baseball right now is the Cincinnati Reds 
with a 14 and 30 record. Well, they didn't act like the best or worst team in baseball against the Cubs last night. Yeah, 20 to 5 against the Cubs. Yeah, they won that game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Cubs fans earlier in the or in today's meeting, and they thought, wow, is that really a score? <laughs> I'd say, yeah, they're like, wow, yeah, we, we don't even know either. <laughs> you think we're having problems? The Cubs are kind of having problems too, of their own too, right now. Yeah. So I even heard that they, like, some of their, like, some of their per- team personnel or, like, even players can't even talk bad about the team right now. Yeah. That's how bad things are. That's just, yeah. Yeah. They don't want to criticize the rebuilding. Yeah. All right. In the West right now, leading the pack right now in the or uh, in leading the pack right now is the LA Dodgers with a 30 and 14 record. Uh, behind them are the San Diego Padres with a 28 and 16 record. Behind them are the San Francisco Giants with a 24 and 19 record. Behind them are the Arizona Diamondbacks with a 23 and 23 record. And in dead last place and 10 games back of the division. Is the Colorado Rockies with a 20 and 24 record? All right. So, do we even know what? Yeah, no. Yeah, we won't go over wild card standings right now. Yeah, we, we'll go over playoff and wild card standings once we get closer to. Uh, Man, yawn. All right. See? This is what happens when you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go to a meeting at work. Yeah, you get tired and start yawning, and it affects us. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, we won't go over wild card and playoff stage until right after the All-Star break. That's when I'm going to start doing it because that's when it really starts mattering. All right. All right, so Red Sox stat leaders. Here we are. All right, leading the team in batting average is J.D. Martinez with a 388 record, 380 uh, batting average. I should say home runs. Uh, Rafael Devers with 10. RBIs, Trevor Story with 37. Stolen bases, Trevor Story with 6. Runs, it's uh, Devers with 33. On base percentage is Martinez with 430. Slugging percentage, it's Devers with 600. And ops, it's Martinez with one point or one point oh twenty nine ops, and then hits uh, Devers with twenty or sixty three or sixty six or sixty two uh, doubles. It's Devers with seventeen triples of the four way tie between Cordero, Dahlback, Devers, and Duran with one. Then walks, it's a Bogarts with 18. Strikeouts, it's still Trevor Story with 53. Uh, st- caught stealing, it's uh, Jackie Riley Jr. with two. Uh, games played, it's uh, Devers with 44. And then uh, at bats, it's uh, Devers with 185. All right. Then pitching, here we go. So ERA leader, it's uh, Evaldi with a 4.10 ERA. Wins is a three-way tie between uh, Hauk, Pavetta, and Walker with three. Then, uh, let's see, and then uh, saves, it's a two-way tie between Barnes and Robles with two. Let's see, and then whip, it's Pavetta with 1.15. Batting average against, it's Pavetta with a 221. 
Uh, and it's pitch. It's a uh, Pavetta with a uh, 48.2. Uh, complete games, Pavetta with one. Uh, games or games played is a two-way tie between uh, Austin Davis and or Jake Diekman with a 19. And then games started, it's a two-way tie between Avaldi and Pavetta with nine. See losses. It's Pavetta with four. Save opportunities. It's uh, Robles with five. Uh, earn runs given up. It's Pavetta with twenty three, and then runs given up. It's Evaldi with twenty five. Hits given up. It's Evaldi with forty eight. Home runs surrendered. It's Evaldi uh, with fifteen, and then walks. It's uh, Pavetta with sixteen. All right. Fielding. Here we go. All right. So games played. It's Devers with forty three. Uh, game started, it's uh, Devers with 42. Innings played, it's uh, Devers with a 371.2. Cold chances, it's uh, Vasquez with 270. Put outs, it's uh, Vasquez with 254. Assists, it's Bogarts with 96. Errors, it's Bogarts with four. Uh, double plays, it's uh, Bogart or uh, Dahlback with 19. Stolen bases against, it's uh, Vasquez with 15. Caught stealing against, it's Vasquez with 6. Then stolen base attempts, it's Vasquez with 714. Pass balls, nobody has that category yet. And then uh, Vas or uh, wild pitches, it's Vasquez with 7. And then fielding percentage is a four-way tie between um, Jackie Bradley Jr., Dahlback, who looks like Bogart for some reason, Kike Hernandez, and... Nick Pavetta, who looks like Trevor Stewart for some reason, with a thousand. I don't, I'm not really sure what's going on with a thousand fielding percentage. Yeah, wow. Fix your app, and we'll be <laughs> all right. And then total or a range factor, it's a uh, Vasquez with a eight hundred or a eight point uh, sixty five. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so no. All right, so let's see. Um, going to fantasy, and then we'll so MLB play. So there was a new game that basically came out this week on Tuesday called Diamond Derby, which is basically like so you it's kind of like pick them, but you have to like get like certain amount of uh games right or predict them right. So if you predict free wrong, then that means game's over for you, so you don't get the pick anymore. And then the games that you did pick don't really count. Wouldn't really count kind of deal. So basically, yeah, it's kind of like pick them in a way. All right. So let's see. So Monday I had uh, for – this is beat the streak. So Monday I had uh, Eugenio Suarez of the Seattle Mariners, then uh, Pete Alonso of the New York Mets. Suarez went one for free, and then uh, – uh, Pete Alonzo went three for five. So I had a two-game hit streak at this point. And then Tuesday I had uh, Jesus uh, Aguilar, the Miami Marlins, and then Jorge Soler, the Miami Marlins also. So Aguilar went one for four, but Suarez or, uh, so, or uh, Soler basically went 0 for four. So basically, yeah, that broke like two-game hit streak. Then on Wednesday I had Bryce Harper of the Miami or the Philadelphia Phillies, and then Kyle from Warfam, Kyle Schwarber now with the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, Harper went 
uh, five for four, so pretty good night from him. And then Schwarber went zero for four, so yeah, Schwarber didn't really help me out. Come on, Cal from Wolfham, come on, what are you doing to us? <laughs> All right. And then um, yesterday I had a uh, Juan uh, Soto of the Washington Nationals and then Patrick Wisdom or Patrick Wisdom of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, or so or Juan Soto, yeah. As I said, Juan Soto went 0 for three, and then uh, Wisdom basically went 0 for four. And then today, I had a well. Actually, now today I have a uh, Mike Mustakis. I did have originally a Colin Moran, but the, um, Mustakis or yeah, Mike Mustakis of. So, yeah, so basically I had Colin Moran of the Cincinnati Reds, but now I have Mike Moustakis now, and then Daniel Fogelback of the Pittsburgh Pirates. All right, so that's it. All right, so, all right. And then, let's see, pick a, or a quick pick. Let's see, so Monday I went, uh, so, yeah, let's see, Monday. I'll get that fixed for you. So Monday I had, I went uh, one for seven, Tuesday I went uh, two for or uh, two for seven. Wednesday I went over seven, and then last night I went uh, four for seven. And then today we don't know yet. Yeah. Games haven't really started yet. All right, but I'm gonna put today's date in. I remember. All right, and then as I said, this Diamond Derby. All right, all right. I hate it every time it does this. All right. All right. All right, so let's see. So Tuesday, so this is when I started. I scored two runs on eight bases kind of deal. So I had eight bases, and I scored two runs off it. On uh, So basically Wednesday, I had zero runs on zero bases. So basically I pretty much got no hit in this game one. I don't know. Yes. And then uh, basically last night, I basically had zero runs on one base. So not great. So I haven't been good since then, since Tuesday, since the game first started. Yeah, not great at all. Yeah. All right. So that's it for MLB play. All right, let's go over MLB, uh, then fancy, and then we'll wrap it up, and then we'll go to break, and then wrap it up with the series look ahead, and then final thoughts. All right. So ESPN fantasy. Get out of here. All right. So. So let's see. So right now, Oakland Babars, they are six and zero right now. So they did win their. Uh, uh, let's see. So they did win their game against. Uh, well, we should have. Yeah, we should go over. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on. We're getting there. All right. All right. All right. So let's see the. So the Oakland Bat Bars, they did win their game against the uh, – crap, oh, get out of here. All right. So they did win their game last week against uh, Team Archibald, 424 to – or three, 424 to 319. But currently right now they are losing the double D uh, 206 to – or 206 to 169. And we don't know if double D as in – Boobies, yeah, boobies. <laughs> yeah, double D's, yeah. Well, <laughs> all 
All right, yeah, the, I don't think that's what it meant, but yeah, but I'm kind of thinking that's where it's at. But yeah, so we are right now we're losing to that team, 206 to 169. Yeah, the Oakland Bat Bars are. Yeah. So they might get their first loss this weekend. I don't know. All right. Then pay Rafi Devers. They are, well, let's see how they did last week. They um are basically, yeah, so they won their game last week, 300 and up. Uh, 45 to 175. So against uh, DH is money, so pretty good. But currently right now, they are losing to Oakland A's, or Oakland A's piss me off, 192 to 182. And they're 5-1 right now, so their two-game win streak might come to an end. Yeah, not great. All right, the wearing of the green. So currently right now, they are 5-1 right now. So they did, I believe, Won their game last week. I could be wrong. Yes, they won their game last week against San Francisco Rachel, 301, 280. So pretty good, pretty good. And currently right now, they are winning their game right now, this week, against Baco All Rise. Yeah, 215 to 125. So pretty good, pretty good. All right. Arthur Reed's a GOAT. So right now, they are 4-2 and two right now. We should mention off their records too. And last week they did beat Dinger Time 426 to 328. So pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. And currently, right now, they are, are beating Team Ortiz 218 to 173. I hope it has nothing to do with Team Ortiz. Yeah. Yeah. We can't go up against Poppy. Yeah. All right. The Yankees lose. So currently they are three and three right now. So let's see how they did last week. They won last week against uh, Team Bulldogs, three hundred sixty-four to three hundred thirty-two. So pretty good, pretty good. And currently right now they're beating Team Michael or Team Michelle, Team Michelle, one hundred forty-six to one hundred seventeen. So pretty good, pretty good, awesome. Right. Then dance on my own. They are two and four right now. So yeah, so not doing so hot right now. And let's see how they did last week. They did lose their game against Team Foss, three four hundred twelve to three hundred forty four. So not great at all. And currently right now, it looks like they are losing the T T S T Cos one hundred twenty nine to one hundred seventy eight. Or 178 to 129. Yeah, so not great. Yeah, not great at all. All right, so that's it for ESPN Fantasy. And then let's go to Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo! Gonna wrap it up from there with this segment. All right, call him Poppy. They are 4-2 and two right now. Last week, they beat... Uh, Lads, lads, nine to one. So pretty good, pretty good, awesome. And currently, right now, they are beating Sue Super t- or Superb Team nine to one. So pretty good, awesome. So I'm looking to go five and two. So all right, all right. The Royal Rooters, they are three and three right now. Let's see. So last week, how did they do? They. Be Lee's legendary team, 7-3, so pretty good, awesome. And currently this week, they are losing the Cardinal Sins, nice team, 6-2, so not great. Uh, 
All right. Starting nine, they are 1-5 right now, so not doing so hot. So how they do last week. They lost to a drink tank 6-4, to four, so not great at all. And then currently right now, to lose the Yank Bomber, Yanks Bombers 6-3, to three, so not great at all. All right. Section 10. Let's see, they are 2-4 and four right now. Let's see how they do last week. They beat a Westie's Wondrous team 7-2. And this week, they are beating Brayton's Ball, ba- Ball Bashers 7-3. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Gombridge, let's see. So they are basically 3-2-1. Three, three, and one. So three wins, two losses, and one draw. So last week they did win their game against Killer Rabbits seven or five to two, and right now they're losing the Bob's first class team eight to one. So not great at all. All right, and then the three zero take they are five zero and one. So five wins, zero losses, and one draw. So they're still undefeated. So yeah, so it looks like yeah they did win their game against a Richards Unreal team. Six to four, but currently right now they are losing to Can I have a win? Can I have a win? Six to two. So not great at all. Ugh. All right. So that's it for Yahoo Fancy and Fantasy Sport Fancy uh baseball segment. All right. So we'll go to break and then wrap up the show with serious look ahead and final thoughts. Don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to wrap up the show with a serious look ahead. All right, so Friday score, or Friday. So this is going to be a five-game series, folks, just to let you know, because we do have a doubleheader this Saturday, not because it's going to rain tonight. No, we don't know that. We don't know the weather yet, because originally it was going to be a doubleheader on Saturday because we're making up the games that were lost during lockout. You can thank Rob Manford for that. You can thank Uncle Manford for that. Yeah. You can thank old Robbie Manford for that doubleheader. That's why, yeah, a few of uh, some of the teams, yeah, the makeup, some of the games are putting in some of these doubleheaders, especially, like, since we're going to play the Orioles uh, at home that opening weekend when the scene got locked out. So that's why they're having a doubleheader. Uh, Saturday is to make up. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I was about to say that was a long load. All right. All right. So, all right. So tonight's game will be at six ten Central Time, seven ten Eastern Time. It will be on Apple TV. So if you're wondering why the game is not on Nesson or for the out of state or for the out of Massachusetts, out of New England people that don't have Nesson and have to use MLB TV like I do. Basically, so yeah, so if you're wondering why the game's not on, you know why it's not on Apple TV. Yeah, all right. So Garrett Whitlock will get the start in this one. And let's see. So he is crap. I should have looked up before I uh, got a load, motherfucker. Come on. All right. So he is one and one for the year with a 3.58 ERA. Last time he was. In was on Saturday against the Seattle Mariners. They did not do good. He uh, pitched three innings, gave up 10 hits, surrendered five runs, didn't walk anybody though, but struck out three, and he did not get the win. He got no decision at that point. 
So, yeah, last time he pissed. Yeah. And then going up against him will be Kyle Bradish. He is 1-3 for the year with a 5.74 ERA. Or 5.74 ERA. Let's see, last time old Kyle Bradish pitched. Um, he did pitch against the Red Sox earlier in the year in, in April, late April. All right, so last time he pitched, though, was against – was um, – or a Saturday against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he pitched 5.1 innings, gave up five hits, surrendered five runs, did walk to people, struck out five, and got the loss in that one. So he's now Owen. So he is, yeah. So as I said, so he got the loss, all right? All right. And that's it for Friday. Then Saturday, all right. So this is a doubleheader, all right? So the first game will be at 11 10 um, a.m. or a.m. Central Time, and then 12 or 12:10 a.m. or 12:10 p.m. Eastern time or Eastern time. Yeah, I was, I'm bumbling my words. All right, so uh, Nathan Valdi will get the start for the Red Sox. He is one and two for the year with a four point or 4.10 ERA as of now. And last time he did pitch was on Sunday against the Seattle Mariners. Pitched 6.2 innings, got gave up four hits, surrendered two earned runs. Did walk a person, but he struck out eleven. But he did, but he didn't get out, or he only got no decision because, yeah, you get fake old. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, pretty much that, yeah. yeah. All right, you fake old Robles for that, yeah. I was about to say that, all right. And then Orioles pitcher two B or a TBD, so we do not know yet. Then the second game will be at five ten Eastern or five ten Central Time. 610 Eastern time. Uh, and then starting pitchers, we do not know. TBD. We do not know. Yep. For both sides. Yep. All right. Then Sunday, it will be uh 12 or a 1235 Central Time, 145 Eastern Time. Uh Nick Pavetta will go go for the Red Sox. He has a three or he is three and four with a 4.25 ERA. So all right. So last time he did pitch was Tuesday night against the Chicago White Sox. Come on, load. All right. So he basically get, pitched six innings, gave up five hits, surrendered three runs, two walks, and uh, struck out five and got the win in that one. So all White Sox. All right. And then facing up against him will be uh, Bruce Zimmerman. Uh, and he uh, is two for two for the year with 3.78 ERA. Uh, he did. So he. Uh, let's see. Hold on. So basically, so he pitched six innings his last time up against the Yankees on uh, Tuesday. Uh, gave up six hits, surrendered four runs, didn't walk anybody, struck out five, and he got no decision in that one. All right. All right. And then Monday, Memorial Day weekend, salute to the troops. All right. So, so yeah, so we'll say something about that. All right. So, um, there will be a 6-10 uh, Central Time start and then 7-10 Eastern Time start. Rich Hill will get the start in this one. He is 1-2 for the year with a 3.86 ERA. All right, let's see. And then, so last time he pitched was against the Chicago White Sox on, uh, on uh, yeah, Wednesday night. Pitched five innings, gave up two hits, surrendered two runs. One walk and struck out one, and he got the loss in that once. So, yeah. All right. Then facing him will be uh, Tyler Wells. 
Yeah, Tyler Wells, he is 1-4 for the year with a 4.30 ERA. All right, last time he did pitch was against the Yankees on Wednesday. Gave up five – or uh, pitched five innings, gave up five hits, surrendered two runs, uh, walked zero people, struck out two, and he got the loss in that one. All right, so that is it for the recap. And then basically Tuesday, yeah, we won't go over that yet. All right. But we will go over what the weather is going to look like in Boston, Massachusetts tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. All right. What the old weather is going to look like in old Boston, Mass. All right. Yeah. Come on. Hit. Let's go. All right. Ooh, tonight doesn't look good. Ugh. So cloudy, w- cloudy this evening with showers um, at mid after midnight. Low or, or low to or a low of sixty five. Wind fifteen to twenty five mile per hour. Yuck. All right. Saturday. Yeah, not even looking good either. All right. So Saturday, seventy eight degrees. Well, we should mention, yeah, Saturday tomorrow, Saturday, Saturday or Saturday morning, seventy-eight degrees, uh, fifty-six Saturday night. So cloudy skies with within the cloudy skies during the morning, followed by thunderstorms in the afternoon. Gusty winds and small hail are possible. Yeah, fifteen to ten mile per hour winds. There is no chance. I was about to say, are we gonna? They're gonna play. They're going to play in Boston. All right. Yeah, man, they're going to get some weather. All right. And then as the same thing, thunderstorms during the evening, then skies turning partly cloudy. Yeah, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. Yeah. All right. But then Sunday will be good. Yes, Sunday, sunny skies, uh, high of of 77. Um, then wind shifting to 10 to 15 mile per hour. And then, yes, 4% chance of rain. And then Monday, partly cloudy. Or, well, actually, Monday night, yeah, mostly cloudy, 64. Then, like, 10 to 5, 10 or 5 to 10 mile per hour winds. All right. Okay. That's it for the weather. Look ahead. All right. So that is it. All right. Good. Good, good, good. All right. So, yeah, final thoughts. So, yeah, as I said, Trevor Story, he gets player of the week for uh, his last week's heroics. Pretty good. So, awesome. Well-deserved. Yeah, and he keeps on going after that. Yeah, so basically he had a really productive productive week in Chicago. So, pretty good. So, awesome. Two home runs. Yeah, so he just keeps on rolling. He might even get player of the month at this rate. So, yeah, so pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. So, pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Way to see him coming through right now. Way to see him coming through. And I know we kind of do give a little praise, but you want to see that praise, especially for the guy that we gave so many years to and so much money to. Yeah, to have him produce like this right now. Seriously. So so far, I mean, he's starting to he's had some lows, but right now he's starting to have highs right now. So it's pretty good. Well, Trevor Story. And final thoughts. I want to say this is Memorial Day weekend. I want to say salute to the troops, to those who have gone before us, 
who have given their lives to this great country of ours and basically have fought so fought and sometimes died so we can have uh days like this like we played baseball and stuff like that and not have to worry about days where like we have to fear for our lives and stuff like that because of men and women who go and fight for our country and sometimes die for our country so yeah as we're heading into memorial day weekend on monday or heading into memorial day on monday and stuff like that and i'm surprised we're not playing on the day i feel like that would be a perfect day game to have or perfect day to have a day game would be on monday seriously nobody's going to work i mean we're not going to work for for unified custodians we're taking that day off yeah so that would be a perfect day to have a day game just get it done and out of the way and just have the rest of the night to do nothing so that would yeah i don't know maybe i don't know well yeah i'm not totally complaining it's your day off but still yeah would make it for us to record a podcast earlier because yeah seriously yeah so all right that's it for the show. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on uh, Twitter at red underscore charter. Then follow the show on TikTok at lowercase socks, Illinois. Then follow the show on Instagram, also lowercase socks, Illinois. Then follow the show or like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. Then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, and Google. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Monday night. Banyana.